Yo, what's good, guys? We're live, back with another episode, back with the vim, back with the energy, back with the vavavu, <laughs> back with the flavor, back with the hmm. My eyes are closed, so I can, <laughs> I can really flow with energy. So it's going, it's going, it's going, but it's stopping somewhere. It's got to land somewhere. Back with the wisdom, back with hmm, myself and Ore. Yes, guys, I hmm. am back. Yes, I've missed a. A good few episodes, I must say. Life has been life in, but we're live. We're, live. we're good. Gabs is here. He's Gabs not is, here this Gabs time. Gabs is not here today, oh. So it it's seems just like, us uh, Anyway, I'm not going to talk because last time I did some big spiel about how we're coming back <laughs> as a three and I think that's the last episode. <laughs> Trust me. The funny hmm. thing is I even think that's the last episode I've been on. So that's it's it, been man. a minute. Um, hmm. Wow. But um, yes, we're back again with another okay. episode. Yes. No, all yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, thank God. Okay. Just been busy. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, my husband is an athlete and he's um his schedule has really increased recently with all that stuff. So I've just been on the childcare duties, making okay. sure that I'm keeping my home and all that good stuff. So I just haven't, unfortunately, just had the time. But hopefully I'm back and hopefully back for good. Okay. This one is not hoping about for good. No, we I, I should good. be. We're open. good. We're all good. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all good. good. Don't read anything into that. Yeah, guys. no, Don't literally, it's even true. Because somebody will come and DM Trust me and be like, "What's happening? What that, what nothing is mean? happening, no. guys. Nothing is happening." It wasn't a loaded message. It, was, it actually literally wasn't. Yeah, I just said hopefully because our schedules have actually been so busy and it can be quite difficult to align three people. So that's literally it. For real. But um, we have a question. Okay. That's come in today that mm-hmm. we're going to discuss. So I'm going to read it. It sets the scene and then we'll just go from there. So sure. It says, hello, Real Walk, Real Talk family. This person, anyway. Mm-hmm. As I know that you have children and I want you to discuss what type of school you would send your children to. Would you send your children to private school, state school, or would you homeschool? Please, I would like you to discuss it on your podcast and let us know your thoughts and opinions, especially from a Christian perspective. Okay. Why have you gone quiet? Yeah, I, no, because I was thinking, because obviously before we we started recording, we had started a conversation um, and you you started talking about homeschooling. Yeah, okay. So let me just say what I basically said yeah. when we were offline. Mm-hmm. I basically said that if you're going to go down the homeschooling route, mm-hmm. that a lot of the time mm-hmm. the burden of the homeschooling falls on the woman because it's not all the time, but a lot of the time it's the men that will go out to work. Mm-hmm. So at home, the woman is the one doing all the homeschooling, doing all the education. And okay. that means you are constantly 24-7 with your children. You're constantly, you don't really have a mental break. So there's that. Mm-hmm. And then, Iman, you was now saying, I don't know what you were trying to say. but No, because you <laughs> didn't start off with homeschooling. You just started talking about schooling in general. And that's what I was trying to, I was trying to understand. Are you talking about homeschooling from a perspective of like, the beginning of the day to the end of the day, or are you talking about like the instances where you know kids need to do their homework and it's no, I'm talking that... about homeschooling as in okay. a child does not go to school. Yeah, that you have decided that you're gonna be the sole people responsible for your child's education. Yeah, then I would agree. I agree. I agree that generally you see mothers do that more than you do see fathers doing that. And it's um what what I did say actually was mm-hmm. that. In the, if you're in the Christian community and you're a mother and you follow like a lot of these popular um, UK Christian women, yeah. a lot of them are currently mm-hmm. homeschooling. Okay. So it can feel like that's the only way to adequately 
be a Christian and educate your children. I'm not saying it is, but I know, as I've, I've talked about this a lot as a mum and as mm-hmm. a Christian mum, mm-hmm. how difficult it is to see other examples of Christian women working. Like, what you see most of the time on Instagram in Christian motherhood is, like, women who are stay-at-home mums. Shout out to stay-at-home mums because that is a really, really difficult job. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, a lot of Christian women are stay-at-home mums. Mm-hmm. They are also homeschooling mums. Or if they do work, like, if they do work, they mainly work from home. So it's either like running businesses mm-hmm. or doing like counseling. And then in the day, they are now homeschooling their children from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then in the evening, they've cooked like this elaborate dinner. Wow. <laughs> and then they're keeping their home. So the house is also always tidy. And you're just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like I'm, again, this could very much be me projecting as well. So I'm, I'm very open to that. But if you're a Christian woman looking at the way to raise your family, that can be the message that is often pushed. Okay. And if you're not homeschooling, ah, then it's problematic that your children cannot be in mainstream education or they shouldn't be in secular education. Yeah. That's actually the word, not mainstream, secular education. Okay. And there isn't obviously one way to do it. Yeah. I obviously have my own personal opinions about homeschooling, mm-hmm. but I have seen a couple of people do it really, in fact, I've only seen one woman that I follow Instagram do it really well. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I ever homeschooled, yeah. which I won't be doing, just because I don't think that I have the um, ability, <laughs> should I say, to, to... I don't trust myself, basically, to okay. be the person solely responsible for my child's education, from maths to English to science to history. Like, I have my strengths, yeah. but I do not think that I could do that. Okay. And I also question... <laughs> Okay. Whether people who are doing homeschooling, mm-hmm. realistically, like how much can you teach your child? I think if you're going to do it up to primary school, maybe, but beyond primary school, and even then, I'm still side eyeing. Like, how are you going to realistically give your child a broad education from yeah. home? One person. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's, I don't think it's feasible and that's just the honest unless you're like because I see some people who do who have teaching backgrounds mm-hmm. in which case like that's great yeah but if you don't have a teaching background or if you like realistically I just don't see how one person can be responsible for children's education mm. okay some interesting thoughts also yeah obviously I mean I'm not I'm not on or I don't really follow um Christian mother content so i i don't know i i do see from time to time um content that maybe shows you know some mothers who are christian that homeschool their kids um and i personally know a few actually as well i personally as an as in close proximity so i do oh, really? some, how are they finding yeah. it is there any um, insight you can share with us obviously about yeah so such um um a, a couple that i've connected with maybe since the pandemic they're um the husband is in ministry um and the wife pretty much homeschools the kid but kids sorry and they've got four. Oh wow four, four. Kids. wow yes. um and yeah but he's also he's also doing ministry related stuff as well at the same time so um she does i'll send you her instagram page um she does a really great job um and she it's not just it's conventional you know maths english science 
They also do gymnastics gymnastics, um, and just other extracurricular stuff. So they're not necessarily ostracized and they do link up with other families that do homeschooling as well. Yeah, that's like the lady that I was talking about as well. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like it's not an easy thing. And, you know, she always makes that clear. But I can't lie. She does an incredible job, man. Just, you know, to have that amount of kids and to also allocate. Like you have to prep. Yeah. Like the classes for them, their studies, what they what exactly they're gonna do. And you're 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 not doing it for just one, you're doing it for a few. Yeah. And you're cooking, cleaning. Cooking, cleaning, and they all have all different day, needs. You know, it's a lot of things. So it's just, yeah, homeschooling for me, I mean, it it I think it's very idealistic. It's very idealistic. That's, um, that's the key. I think that in this day and age, especially for Christians that are looking at you know, the mainstream education system and kind of frustrated about maybe agendas that are being pushed or things that don't kind of align with the Christian faith. I think, yeah, there's a lot of frustration, but unless you have the capacity to do so, I don't think the answer is a mass exodus, you know, from mainstream schools to homeschooling. The reality is you still got bills, you still got stuff. The kids need to learn, like, and... We, every child deserves a decent education and, and that's why you know I mean? i'm so passionate about like we shouldn't just be pulling our children out of school because of agenda mm. people think that they have they're equipped to homeschool mm. and education and i say like i'm nigerian i'm yoruba like yeah. a lot for a lot of us as africans nigerians education is one of the most important things after christ and family is education for yeah. a lot of nigerians and because of that and because i know the standards i i, I was raised in and the standards i want to raise my children in mm-hmm. you can't just be pulling out children out of school yeah, for real. i actually think i'm going to go so far as to say unless you're doing it properly i actually think it's very irresponsible to pull your child out of school and say you're going to homeschool and you're just vibing like because yeah. <laughs> a lot of people i see like it's actually vibing that like they're doing at home like they're mm. just like oh Especially if you're like unschooling, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are doing this thing called unschooling, which is basically like, it's a very free approach to education. Okay. And there are some pros to it because like, for example, in countries, I think it's Sweden, mm-hmm. some European countries, like children don't start school until seven. Right. And even when they do, it's a very like, like I mean, especially if you've got nursery age children, you will you will know and understand that even in reception, up until reception, the concepts of education is not, sit behind the desk and do this yeah. it's very much like learn through curiosity learn through play right. learn through the world around you yeah and you know i feel like i've seen more that more of that with non-christians as really? opposed to yeah, no, yeah i've yeah. seen some christians doing that Is it? i see that yeah. a lot more with a lot of non-christians like i've some i've like i like documentaries so i've watched quite a few documentaries on the education system like around the world and homeschooling and stuff like that and i do tend to see that yeah it's definitely they just freedom or like playing in the woods yeah i don't know if it's because i'm nigerian i'm looking i'm like what is play like i just think it's so irresponsible to the poor child to do that to your children Mm. especially when education is our currency like Mm. aside from race and everything else education is the thing that is it's like, well, there's a saying, it's like, give a child a book and you give a child the world mm. because knowledge is power, mm. education is power, it's experience. It opens up a whole new um, element of life. Yeah. And even as Christians, we should actually aspire to be having a good education. Why? Because education is the cornerstone to a lot of things. How can you defend your faith mm. if you don't know 
good English. You don't know how to articulate yourself well. Mm. You don't have good debating skills. Mm. Like, how can you prove that God exists if mm. you don't know science and you, you don't. don't understand, like, the difficult scientific questions that nobody can answer that you know that it can only be God? Mm. Like, how can you defend the that Jesus Christ existed if you don't know history yeah. and you don't know how to, like, look at different sources and mm. actually establish some sort of truth and argue that yourself? Yeah. It's in everything. How can you take Jesus to the world Mm. if you don't know geography? Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, Christians will be doing like, oh, forget school. Like, Mm. you know, we don't trust the agenda. I'm sorry, but there's no agenda that that can be beyond the need for education as far as I'm concerned. And even the agenda that some of us are so scared of, Mm. again, it comes down to education. How can you be able to debate when you go to the world and see people living different lifestyles Mm. if you haven't been exposed to it from a when I say exposed to it, I'm not saying like be exposed to it so that you know it's good, yeah. but be exposed to it in order to question yeah. why do we do this and why yeah. should I? Yeah, yeah. I I mean I I I definitely hear your point, and I think for some parents, I guess I do hear the other side of, you know, the narrative. Um, a lot of parents are scared, they're concerned, and naturally the, the, their response is to kind of remove their kids from that situation with some with no like um short-term answer or short-term solution to how their kids are gonna you know compensate for the fact that they're not in school anymore um and i get it from you know from a christian stance like when you're looking at the world and you're like wow like our, our kids are being taught this they're you know but the bible already told us that we were going to have to fight against that and would. the bible never said the answer was to completely remove yourself he specifically said we are in it but not of it yeah and but I don't what know does that look we, like that's the question though. but then that doesn't i don't think i actually in fact i actually strongly believe that it doesn't look like removing yourself and then starting your own almost like communes i actually think it's it's been i understand because obviously we can make these decisions as adults mm-hmm. And the issues we're discussing children who will obviously not yet have that level of um, understanding and capacity mm-hmm. to be able to do the things that I'm describing. Yeah. So I guess that's where the tension is. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think that, don't get me wrong, I, I don't have children that are actually of school age. Mm-hmm. And so my opinion may change as I start to encounter the school systems. Yeah. But I strongly believe that the answer isn't just pulling out and isolating from from what the world is doing. I believe that the answer is probably for us to continue to stand our ground in those areas and in those spaces mm-hmm. and saying, you know what, this is not what I want to to believe in. And, and, and it is getting harder and harder and harder, especially mm-hmm. with discrimination cases and things like that. So it yeah. is getting harder. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think that the answer is to completely isolate and say, this isn't what I want to do. I hear that. I think that I I think that from what I'm hearing from you anyway, there's probably a a slight bias. I knew you were gonna. Say, I was literally waiting for you to be like you're biased. Bi- there's, a, there's a slight bias to not like fully removing, you know, ourselves. Yeah, as like I said, I've already said that I couldn't homeschool. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean that I wouldn't do that if it wasn't the best thing for my child. Yeah. I might not necessarily take my child's education solely into my hands, or maybe yeah. I'd get a tutor. Yeah. But. I st- if I was to do that, it's because I literally think it's the best thing for my child yeah. and not because I think this is an agenda, etc. It might be because my child maybe benefits more from learning a different way yeah. because there are flaws with the school system. Yeah. Things like, I don't necessarily think that one exam 
in year 11 should be the determining factor for how much you know and how well you absorb the school system. Mm-hmm. Not everybody learns best by being in a classroom full of 30 people and one teacher just teaching you. Yeah. Not being able to... Like, some people learn in so many different styles. Mm-hmm. Like So, I, I'm not saying that the school is perfect. There's lots of flaws. Mm. But at the end of the day, there has to be a way of educating people. <laughs> right. But then, if it's not, get, if it's not getting better, then... Because it's not really the well, we're speaking from a context of the UK, but the education system isn't really getting better, um, and we're seeing like we're seeing for um, Gen Z, um, well not Gen Z, but uh, Gen Alpha, um, and is that our children or that's which generation is Gen Alpha? What year? I is think that? Alpha <laughs> Alpha is the generation after Gen Z. Oh, so that's even that's not even our children yet. Yeah, so yeah, so not even them yet, um, but that generation and our kids generation and stuff like that what in terms of education what they're being offered is not as substantial um and not really as effective and kind of the widening of the scope in certain areas and just the ambiguity in certain areas and a lot of parents rightfully so are are really concerned and if i'm very honest i agree with a lot of the points that you're making about in terms of um you know how how important education is i firmly believe that but then i don't want to put my kids in a situation where i don't feel like they're being um they're in an environment that that brings out the best of them that makes them not only inquisitive but gives them tools to investigate effectively and i also think that schools are not encouraging our kids to think um, not just freely, but with a whole load of tools to help them recognise we live in a complex world. But when you say that, what? because those skills that you're referring to yeah. are skills that are taught in subjects such as history, in English, like literature. Mm-hmm. You are literally taught to read a book mm-hmm. and debate. They'll ask you a question, so in this book, is this what's happening? Discuss. Those are skills that you're literally taught to do in subjects like English literature and history. I mean, okay, so I didn't go to I didn't go to a, a public school. I went to a private school, but I went to a private school in Hackney. And yeah, <laughs> anyway, I'll yeah, I'll leave that. We've to, talked about your private yeah, school before. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah we were from we were from the ghetto, but it was it was different to. <laughs> I was a private a ghetto. Of, Sha. Yeah, it was a private ghetto. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. It was a private ghetto, but the thing is this, right? So. I'm doing things like English comprehension, right? And I'm talking to, and I'm coming outside and I could say the most simplest things to my guys that went to public schools and they're just, they're just not getting it the way I'm getting it. I do agree with that. We're doing, we're, we're doing essay writing. We're like, we're having to explain, like they're telling us we have to do six pages worth of no, essays. I agree. And them are just like doing half a page and thinking like, yeah, they're done. And I'm like, bro, like what's going on? But- Even now, like, on the internet, on Twitter, someone can say one thing and it's just interpreted as another. And I'm like, Yeah, honestly, Twitter shows me every day that skills. people that people really truly lack articulation and they lack comprehension. And it's actually very sad. But and then that's Twitter. Sense, Twitter yeah. isn't Twitter isn't real life. Yeah. I, I mean, course. I work in, in the corporate industry and mm-hmm. people are normal there. But yeah. also some people aren't. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that I don't necessarily think the issue is the curriculum per se. I think Part of it is the system. Mm-hmm. The government have completely fumbled the bag yeah. with the school system. Mm-hmm. They're not paying teachers enough. People are exhausted. The 
the the targets that they're expected to meet are unrealistic for the resources that they have. Yeah. So therefore, the system is very very tired, and when people are tired, they cannot give their best. But if so, the if the system is not good, how can how can what they produce in terms of a framework of educating a generation? How can that be good? It's just like it's just like I'll use it. I'll just use the same principle, just in a different context. It's like saying, yeah, the police, like the framework of policing, is good. But the system is bad. No, <laughs> I get what you're saying, bad. but then does that like because the system of policing is terrible? Yeah. Does that then mean that we shouldn't have police officers? We 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 like, don't have an that option. That's the point. That people shouldn't be policed. No, but we don't have an option. That's the point. We don't have an option. We need police. We don't have an exactly. option. Exactly, and it's the we same need, with school. We need school. We yeah, need education. we need we need school because the kids need to be educated. We need like you have to understand like the education framework helps. Not just the the world of of education, but the world of um, of jobs, career, career uh, job creation, careers, and stuff like that. It's it's a pathway, it's a gateway into that. So this education is a is 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 like a pillar in this I, country. I hundred percent agree. Do you understand? Yeah. But it's still it's down the drain. But you need it anyway. It, they're not going to scrap it. They're not going to. It's just like the NHS. The NHS. Is is just gone down the drain. Yeah, public, but we need it's basically it. public services yeah. in, in, in general. We need it. And so that I'm just like with the education system, I'm not like um what do they call these people? Um an abol- abolitionist. Uh, abolitionist, yeah. Um I don't I, but I do think it needs major reform yeah, I agree from the foundation. Whilst that's happening, I do feel like parents absolutely have the right or the freedom to to choose what they want for their kids. Can I just kids? say, though, that yeah. legally, it's actually, like, it's parents are actually responsible for the education of their child. It's not the yeah, school. Right. Like, there's a thing called parental responsibility. Right. And one of the parental responsibility is that, they'll tell you, it's not, your, it's not the school's job to educate your child. Yes, yeah. the school is an avenue yeah. for educating your child. But ultimately, which is why you can homeschool in the first place. Yeah. It course. is a parent's uh, prerogative. Mm-hmm. And so, I think also... When we talk about schools, our schools benefiting for our child, yeah. it's also worth discussing, are we as parents doing the best that we possibly can with the resources that we have? Yeah. I'll add as a caveat for mm-hmm. our children. Yeah. Because you will find that there are some parents that are not taking a hands-on approach to their children's education. Yeah. They believe that, well, it's what you're learning in school mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. And I And I think that in this day and age, Christian or not non-Christian, I mm. don't think that we can afford to do that. Yeah. I think parents, I think because of what we're seeing, I think a lot more parents are becoming aware of the importance of their responsibility in their child's life. That's why I'm that's why we're probably seeing I don't necessarily think that's a modern thing though, because I had parents that were hands-on and all my, my parents' community. Yeah. Like we, they were, we all came from a generation of Saturday schools. Yeah, but, like rem- but remember, had... you, you said something key earlier. You're cult- culturally, and we're, we're from the same tribe yeah. culturally. So that, We yeah. know culturally that there was a very big emphasis on, you know, on education. So Saturday school, me too. I went Saturday school. I did um, some of my GC. I did all of my GCSEs early, in fact. So... Where 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 are different kind of people? Yeah, I definitely had parents that were like my mom. Right. <laughs> even she reminds me like she would read my work yeah. or read my handwriting, and if it wasn't neat, yeah. she's ripping it up and telling me to start to again. Start like again. my parents were very very hands on yeah, yeah. with my education, yeah, and I tr- I'm trying to do the same with my child. Yeah, and God willing, other children as they come. Yeah. So I think it's also important that we remember that 
school can only do so much mm-hmm. and just because the system is broken like it's actually our responsibility as parents to also yeah. give the best education that we can to our children i do agree but contextually speaking especially for our parents we were we were a hope for our parents so yeah, they've come true. over here and it's like okay well we've got our degrees from night for those who did um my mom got her degree here. My dad got his degree in Nudge. But the point is, when you're over here in the UK, if you get a degree from here, we want you to do well. We want you to be successful yeah, that so that true. you don't have to struggle. So now we're kind of, we're, we're like millennials. Yeah, like we're, we're a bridge generation, yeah, right? So it. where our parents had heavy emphasis, we've got Gen Zs and Gen Alpha and, and the rest of them where there may not be a heavy emphasis on education. Uh, mine is heavy because I'm like, you can't disgrace me when I did disgrace no, not, my parents. Not necessarily, not necessarily. <laughs> I'm talking about their side. So we're the middle. Our parents, heavy, heavy education emphasis. I'm talking about Gen Z, Gen Alpha. It's not really about, it doesn't have to be about education because we're, we live in a day and age where people make money off Twitch. See, I, I disagree with that, yeah. Why? Because... Irrespective of all the avenues that there are to make money, education, as I said in the beginning, no matter what you choose to do with your life, it's still the fundamental key that's going to open up any door. That's not the point I'm arguing. What I'm saying is that they are in a space where you don't need to have a formal education. But I'm not, in that's order not what I'm saying either. I'm saying just because you don't need it doesn't yeah. mean that you should forego no, the school that's, that you're no, learning from. No, but that's from the it. argument against that mindset. <laughs> I'm not. That, I'm not. I I agree with what you're saying. I want. I want to let you know. I'm on the same page. I'm just saying that that's how they're looking at it. Where's but we're going. Okay, right. We see. We now have. We're we're in the middle, so now we're a combo. We we've got a combination of ideas. We've got a combination. We're like we've discussed before, where we kind of feel bad if we ask for a pay rise because you know we just need to make sure that we get a salary. Whereas Gen Z are like, like yo, give me my give money. Me heads, you guys in like <laughs> you've only been working me. for a year, <laughs> and you 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 think that yeah you could just get you know four or five times your salary just because you 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 put your foot down or something like that which i'm not saying can't happen but i'm just saying sometimes like they they just think a bit too far or they're a bit too forward the point i'm making is that they from their point of view so like for example like my youngest sister she's going into her final year of uni you know second year of uni and like, I remember when she was in college and stuff like that, and she was telling my parents, like, I don't need to go to uni. I can do this. I can do that. I remember <laughs> my my parents coming to me going, you need to talk to your sister. <laughs> she must go to She's telling way. us that she's not going to X, Y, Z. Like, you went, your brother went, her two sisters before her went, and she's now telling us that she's not going. <laughs> like, it's just, you know what I mean? And I was like, okay. But when I sat down and spoke with her, I really like I I I can see where they're coming from, but it's kind of like what were what her points need, as like, to why she didn't want to go to university or why she felt like she didn't need to go to university. So, for example, she was kind of like a lot of uh, one thing that has been really big, and I I actually, you know, think there's a lot of value in this um, method, but like apprenticeships. Oh yeah, yeah. And kind of going into what you're not. It's a form of education, but it's education on the job. Um, it's not like necessarily sitting down maybe in, you know, lectures nine to five or having to, you know, go to library or go to dorms or whatever you're doing on the job. You may have to do some homework and stuff like that, but generally like it's on the job, you're learning Interestingly on the job. Interestingly though, and, I was talking to someone on Twitter who's yeah. in education. Yeah. 
I think she, actually, I don't know, I think she might work in like uh, tertiary education, so universities. And mm-hmm. she was saying that she's like vehemently against apprenticeships and that she actually thinks that they're, they're not, they're not as beneficial as people say that they are mm. because the pressure, at, I mean, I find it like post-university, I found it hard to work and study at the same time. So not to talk of somebody who is doing that, like having not even gained the skills that you gain at university to, to independently think and manage your time. And right. she, she made some really, really good points as to why, because I'd never thought about them before. And I was like, oh yeah, those are actually quite good points. Yeah, maybe apprenticeships aren't like the solution that we paint them out to be. Yeah, I th- I don't know. I think it depends because once again, like we had people go to university and come out like, I've, I've said my situation enough times. I did electrical and electronic engineering. I did not use an ounce of that. I've not used an ounce of that. And that <laughs> but I think it also depends course, on the degree that you study. No, let's be honest. No, that's I'm, and this is not to knock anyone else's degree, but that's a very big degree. I spent four years of my life <laughs> doing that. I lost the hair on my head because of that. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? And we are where we are today. The reality is that in 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 the real world, I think it was more my exp- my university experience that was more beneficial than the lectures and uh oh go to the library and study <laughs> Sorry, because I can I... See Captain fighting with a moth and it's so funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, carry on. Yeah, the slipper. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I'll, yeah, like I'll just I'll just uh, I'll be real, but everyone's everyone's situation is different. I'm not saying that, you know, apprenticeships are the only way. I just think that in life, just as where, you know, you know this the statement. I think you love you love saying it. Two things can be true, or someone. <laughs> I do say that a lot. Yeah, I do say that a lot. But says that. But yeah, two two things can be true. Three things can be true. There's quite a few. I just think that in in the days like to come, like the education system has to look at diverse ways of training and building people. For some, it might be books. They may love that. They may love books and exams. For some, it might be they love the hands-on technical stuff. And technical doesn't necessarily mean like going into tech. I'm just talking about hands-on skills and ability. For some, it might be a mix and match of of both. For some, it might not even be school. It might be like, you know, I've got friends who are like creatives. And it was drawing. It was art. It was just being able to express themselves. And they learned how to get better by watching others who were better than them or more skilled in that area. And I think, yeah, it's just a diverse way of doing things. Is that going to be easy to come about? No. And I think some parents are obviously pulling out their kids to try and facilitate that space. Some have the capacity, some don't. And I think you just have to be real with yourself, especially parents, you know, that, you know, where, where, where both couples are married, they're living together and working working, like you've got to think if you're going to make such a big decision, you know, how are we going to make that work? And we spent a lot of time talking about homeschooling. I was just going to say the private, that is literally what I was going to say because that is my number one argument when people talk about private school. I'm like, that commitment is a big commitment. And I think that a lot of people underestimate the commitment that is required to maintain that private school education when they put their children into private school. So can I ask you something? So is the only answer for in your mind at this present moment in time, your answer at the moment can only be state school? No, not at all. 
Because my we're, dear, we're talking if I about homeschool. Private school thing happen. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the number one advocate for if I can make private school happen. But I'm your first do response it. was your first response was, it's it, it's kind of like maybe I'm misreading it, but it's kind of like warding. It sounds like you're warding people off. No, not or, at all. Because for example, my my um education experience is very unique. So yeah. I have gone to state schools. Yeah. I went to a state primary school yeah. and then I went to a state secondary school for year okay. five and year... No, then I went to a private primary school for year five and year six. Okay. And then I started year seven in yeah. a private secondary school. Yeah. My parents could not afford to maintain that. Yeah. And then I moved to a state school Yeah. from year eight yeah. to year 11. Okay. And then I went to a grammar school right. <laughs> for sixth form. So I've literally okay. done every type of school that has... To, and, I, and, and, I can, and I know the pros and cons for every school. Yeah. So no, I do not think it's state school or private school or nothing like mm. at all actually i'm a, a big advocate for pri- private school mm. um in an ideal world i would send my child to a private primary school okay drill them to do the 11 plus to get into <laughs> grammar school drill them. Okay. to do secondary school in grammar school okay and top that up with loads and loads of extracurricular activities okay. <laughs> that is literally in an ideal world all factors considered what i would do okay but I'm also realistic and private schools, the costs, I've shared my experience. My parents couldn't maintain it. So I got mm. taken out. Yeah. And for me, one of the big things that we've discussed in my my family about, as in my husband and I, about raising our children is giving them stability. Okay. So if I'm going to do private school, then I need to be committed to that private school for the entirety of their primary school. And if I can't guarantee that I'm going to be able to do that, mm. Of course, if we move because of, like, I don't know, work or personal reasons, that like we end up having to pull the child out of school to move to a different city, yeah. then, of course, that's different. Okay. But if I can't afford to maintain that for six years, mm-hmm. then I'd rather not do it and explore my options and send them to a very good comp- um, state primary school. And then top up with, like, lots of extra tuition and stuff like that and everything that they need that way. So why, why private school? Why what's, private what's, school? What's the argument for private so school? So my argument for private school, right, in my opinion... Because it's private, and I'm not, I don't think that just because a school is private, it's better because there's levels to private schools and usually they tend to be more expensive, the ones that are really top. Mm. But there are a lot of things that you can get from a private private school, which I like. So the discipline being one of them, because people who, who are there can afford to be there, mm. then that means you know that they most likely come from a certain socioeconomic background. Mm. And with that, comes less socioeconomic issues and i don't say that disrespectfully i just saying that ultimately it's the truth even if where you go to school where the demographic is you're going to have different types of people so naturally it's almost like natural selection in a way that when i say natural selection i mean that just because you'll be your pay because your parents can probably afford to send you to that school the chances are the discipline and the behavior is going to because they just have the the money to throw money at issues so that's number one no and and i think personally i'm very big on discipline like because i think from discipline comes like i just don't think anything bad can come out of discipline from discipline you learn routine you learn practice you learn to perfect things Mm. so i honestly think like discipline is the answer to a lot of problems and so because you get that in a lot of private schools i really think that you're starting off in a better position okay classes tend to be smaller and one of the things that people know in education is when you're like, it's, it's very difficult for teachers to give individual students the attention they need if they have to teach a big class of 30 plus people. Right. In a private school, if your class is like 20, 
it's mostly going to be maybe about 20 at least that gives the teacher more time to individually focus on the children that need to be focused on okay and then thirdly i don't necessarily agree with this argument but it's an argument that i recently heard when one of these um well it's not something i recently heard but it's something that's recently been been brought back to my mind that one of these ladies i follow on instagram Mm -hmm. who homeschools made and she basically said that she's raising black children. Now, like I said, I don't know if I agree, mm-hmm. but it's an, it's an argument that's worth raising. Okay. So I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> but she said that she's raising black children and that she knows that with black children, we need to be excellent in order to be seen as equal. And then she also raised the argument that in private schools, and this is very true, this part is true, I don't think it's controversial. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, what part of what you're paying for in addition to the education is the network that you expose your children to. Okay. And she said that the UK is very much a class-based system. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it's your class and who you know that can get you further. Okay. And so that was one of the arguments that she raised for private school. Like I said, it's not it's not really an argument that I particularly agree with. And okay. I can explain why if, if people are interested. Mm-hmm. But it's an argument that's worth raising when we're talking about private school versus state school. So yeah, that's those are the reasons. Okay. So those are the three main reasons. So discipline. The second one was the class. So like this, does it being smaller? So it's more focused, more focused teaching. And then the third one was, like I said, it's more about networking, the exposure that you get. Okay, that's interesting. And to be honest, that's the only three things that I think private schools are, are better for because realistically, if you drill it down, like you're not getting. In terms of the education, you're you're not really being taught that much differently. Are you not? Not always, no. Okay. I mean, I would definitely. I for me, my experience was, I definitely was not. I definitely was not learning what my peers were learning. If I, I think could tell you, I could tell you that for free, I and I went that... to a ghetto private school, but we were still not on the same page. But then it's because maybe because the classes are smaller, so you have more time to explore, you have more time to go further to get things. Which in states, that's the bottom line. It's mixed ability in a state school. The teacher is not going to be able to push people who can, even if you've got ten people who have the ability to be pushed, they're not going to be able to do that. But you know what? I think it was. I don't think it was that. You know, it was. It it was. The, the curriculum framework, it just wasn't the same. Yeah, uh, because obviously um, state schools follow the government yeah, curriculum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you will get, like, obviously the private schools will have their own separate curriculum. So that is yeah. true. I forgot what it's called, but you, when you're, like, when you're independent school, private school, whatever, um, you, there's a, there's a standard for ages, a particular age if you're 12 years this is what you're meant to be doing in maths whatnot whatnot but you can also there are there are other curriculums that you can bring in that you can utilize um that are still Ofsted approved and all of that kind of stuff so you won't get you won't get sacked for it or you won't get you know in trouble with Ofsted for and um that's for sure. I know that's what um, my secondary school did. And I know, for example, like um, friends of mine who did go to, to private schools, I know that curriculum wise, like they were exposed to a lot more, even doing stuff that like in public school that you weren't doing, like they were learning 
Latin and they're doing this yeah so the grammar school and... that I went to yeah. they learnt Latin yeah. um, from year seven all the way through to sixth form yeah so yeah that is true but then I do think I d- I'm not sure but there might be some state schools that do offer Latin I was watching something recently and they said that they're actually thinking of putting Latin back on the Bringing curriculum it back, yeah because it stemmed like a lot of modern languages and yeah. stuff stem from Latin. Yeah. Even like in medicine, right. like a lot of the terminology mm-hmm. for different diseases and stuff comes yeah, from Latin. Comes from so there. if you have a good understanding, it would help yeah. you to understand certain things as well. Yeah. Even like little things like um, um, picking up a mandatory sport. Yeah. Well, I think a lot, quite a lot of state schools focus on, like at least with sports, yeah. Well, they do, but it's not necessarily mandatory. Yeah, even the types of sports. So we were talking um, before you came. And sorry, I'm so sorry, I forgot your name. Agogo was saying that she learned um, hockey okay. in school because she went to a private school, right. and that's just not something that a lot of states. Yeah, in yeah, that's a, that's actually offer. a sport. That's actually one of the sports. Even I was things like polo as well, yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. which is a very like posh white people sport. Yeah, and the reason being because it's posh white people in private schools that can play like yeah. so they were offered the chance to even play polo. So. Yeah.